I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Hell yeah. Lara just went, let's slate queen. Let's slate queen. My first response was, "What's is everything okay? No. What's up? Okay. We have a Starbucks down. My my Starbucks is like under renovation oh. for 12 days or so. Are you depressed? They needed to have given me like a week's warning just to A, wrap my head around it and B, make an alternate coffee plan. Yeah. Because not all Starbucks are created equally. That's the fucking truth. And you have to like, you need a week to grieve and a week to start surveying, mm -hmm. sort of scouting like location. You're like, you have to be like a location scout. Yeah. And like, 
I have no, I was bombarded with this news by a neighbor on Sunday when I was like going to Starbucks to like have my Sunday Starbucks. Did you hear? Yeah, it truly in the alley was like, did you hear Starbucks is closed for 12 days? And I was like, 12 fucking what? And then. Were you so upset? I was just at a loss. I was like, what do I actually do now? Like, where do I go? Who do you turn to? I tried to turn to, I was like, well, I guess I just have to order a breakfast burrito so then that person can bring me some coffee. But it wasn't the, it wasn't my Starbucks that I like. And then now I'm stuck going to like Starbucks at the Grove after my workout, which is a shitty Starbucks. The one in the farmer's market? Yeah. Oh, Laura. It's a cavernous, you know, some Starbucks are like cavernous. Yeah. That one. of sin. Like. That you, one has a really, really bad vibe. It's a horrible energy. It's like under like a dark court, like a. It's so dark corridor. You know what I mean? It feels like you're in like an underpass. Like you go, you open and it just is like you go deep into a cave Mm -hmm. of fear. And they just like can't get my, they just don't make my drink the same way that my gaze at Starbucks make my drink. I'm so like, they do it perfectly. They know me. I'm there every day. I get the same thing. Yeah, I mean, the the Grove is just... But it's also, like, they're dealing with tourists. They're probably... I'm sure the turnover rate is insane. Crazy turnover rate. They're probably understandably overwhelmed at all times. Yeah. Because there's, like, Europe, rude European people there. And, like, tour buses and that tour pull buses. up and just dump people out that yeah. go terrorize the Starbucks employees. And, like, they're, I don't get the sense that it's like a place, a Starbucks where there are regulars. You know what I mean? No, it's a, it's it's like it's like a an airport. Mm-hmm. Even an airport is better. Yeah, I, like they at least are like really on their game. They're they are used to like the the rush and the hubbub. Yeah, they're ready to like prepare when you're at an airport kiosk or a Starbucks in the airport or Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. at LAX, but. That's, I'm sorry for you. I can see that it's sort of, it's, it's ruining my life. It's sort of, <laughs> it's, it's chipping like away. slightly off track. Yeah. I can feel your aura just like, and I'm, that's the root. Mm-hmm. I went to two different Starbucks today. Did sorry you? To I, w- you. I meant to warn you that this one was closed because I was like, didn't want you to go through the same hell, hell that I went through. Well, I, Went to my doctor, and then I was actually planning on going to that Starbucks and just sitting for a little while to kill some time. And then I, my mask broke, and I was like... <laughs> you have nowhere to go. So I went to the drive-in one on Highland and Willoughby. Nice. Which is good. They're good. That was like my, yeah. that was my old one, and they, they knew me there. They knew me. Um, but it didn't feel... They have new people now. It didn't feel right. Mm-hmm. And... Like I like became friends with those people. Like one of like I follow one of them on Instagram. <laughs> I love I really am realizing that I didn't put in enough work to like make friends with and now I really miss them and I'm like I need to know their names. Like we, I have a lot of work that I need to do yeah. when we get back. Like I'm so grateful for them and I need to like show them how much I care when the Starbucks comes back. And also I'm just saying it better be a Starbucks reserve or else I don't know what the fuck they're doing closing it down. You're like, oh, no, things are gone, but you don't know what you, you had till it's gone. gone. Pay paradise. Starbucks. Put, Put up, up a Starbucks, Starbucks reserve. reserve. But that Ooh. would actually be worth it. 
I went to a Starbucks. This is a Starbucks podcast. <laughs> this is the Starbucks podcast. If you haven't stopped listening or screamed, I hate both of you by now. I hate myself. You God can never hate me more than I hate myself. Same. God bless you all. Uh, I went to the Starbucks Reserve in Chelsea and... In Manhattan. Gorgeous. I've heard of Chelsea in Manhattan. Two years ago when I went my last time in the city and I was... Blown away? I mean, it was like... I was like, is this Michelin star? Like it was... (laughs) It is. Chandeliers and like just... I was like, oh my God, I'm in... Deep mahogany. Deep mahogany, just treehouse vibes. There's always like a leather chair. Yeah. And and like... like coffee table seattle like i was like oh we're in seattle we're back in seattle back where it all started like i was just like oh god like i can i can smell it you know like Mm -hmm. it just felt it felt huge and there were people (laughs) there was like a wine flight or like a coffee flight going on and people were like had their hands behind their you know were really listening Mm -hmm. i was trying to listen at one point (laughs) do you see that you know and i i felt like God, they need, I need a white, I need to wear my white gloves to come here. Mm -hmm. It felt like that. Like I will move into that Starbucks if it becomes a reserve. You can catch me at my office, AKA Starbucks reserve. This area needs one. It would really up the ante in many, many ways. The community deserves a Starbucks reserve after what we've all been through. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm rallying for a reserve. To help Honestly, to help America in our in our downward spiral, what we need more is Starbucks, more Starbucks reserves. reserves. Yeah, you know. Tell Howard Schultz, <laughs> I would vote for him for Prez if he put in some more Starbucks reserves. That's how you get me. Yeah, man. But we need the. I need the Starbucks to be back up and running. I'm sorry. Yesterday. I'm sorry for you. It's okay. I'll make it through. You I will also- make it, but it's gonna be. It's rough. It's touch and go. I would suggest the one on Sun. It's a little far for you, but it's it's a worth the one on Sunset and Hayworth. They have music playing outside. They had a drag queen there once. Does it have parking? It has lots of parking. It's right by the Directors Guild, right across the street. It's so far. I know, but it's, it's up like the hill. They have alfresco seating, and it's not just like that alfresco. It's like. It's like a a beautiful outdoor seating area. Like during the full lockdown when people would, were going there and they'd all be sitting outside, I was like, it's Paris. <laughs> Paris has come to WeHo. I have a great idea for what? this Starbucks renovation. I'm and then gonna we're going to stop like, talking about Starbucks. Stop, Sorry, guys. I just needed to like share my truth. Yeah. No, totally. This like harrowing experience yeah. that I've been going through. I think that they really should put a fire pit in the outdoor area. <laughs> <laughs> I think actually that's a probably a horrible idea for this stretch of Melrose, but I w- would love to see it. Maybe they could do a glass encased or like some uh-huh. sort of iron encasement so people can't just like start setting things on fire. But I really think it would yeah. be like a beautiful, mm. just something Terrorist. cozy to gather around. You want like... I want a place where we can gather. Even though I don't gather at Starbucks, I just merely place a mobile order yeah. go in and go out. But I want to feel... The option I want to feel the option. I want to feel pulled. Mm-hmm. I want to feel called to gather, to you linger. Want, mm-hmm. You want like... I want to know that luxury awaits me Yeah. if I so choose it. You want to feel like you're hanging with Jen Aniston on yeah. her back terrace, smoking a doobie, just... 
around Flicking the fire into pit. that fire pit and just mm-hmm. talking about how hard things are. Yeah. You know, and how hard. <laughs> talking about what's cool, what's uncool. Not eating. Yeah. Eating one chip Eating each. one chip. Feeding each other delicately one chip. Mm-hmm. And then being like, oh, I'm full. <laughs> what about you, J.A.? I, I want to feel full at J.A.'s. Mm-hmm. I think you just do. The minute you, you walk in, you're hungry. And then immediately, the minute you walk in. All your hunger someone, dissipates. Someone plops one chip into you and goes, that's it. It's like communion. Yeah. And you go like. Uh, body of Christ, and you go. Uh, they give you one chip and a skinny margarita. Yeah, you just get fucking plastered, and your hunger instantly goes away. Because mm-hmm. I'll bet they pipe in air, like some sort of air CBD. through the AC that's like anti-hunger air. Yeah, it's like it's like, like that. Oh, we've uh, infused this air. The a- the AC is infused with like blah 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 molecules that are proven scientifically proven to mm-hmm. reduce cravings. I bet Jen Anderson has like ginger CBD infused like treats, pepper smell going through her house, mm-hmm. like in the vents, and good candles, mm-hmm. and like beige. Mm-hmm. Doesn't she? Isn't her house just like walls? Is it just windows? It's a lot of windows and I think neutrals and grays. Mm. Like slate neutrals. Yeah. It's chic. Chic but bare. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Tony is looking at me like, bitch, please stop talking. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Same. With, he's looking at me too. Um, guys, I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And you're listening to... The Starbucks book. Sexy, <laughs> Sexy unique, unique Starbucks. Starbucks podcast. The Matriarchs of Mozadale. Wow. An episode. This episode was truly historic. Historic, but also about 50 minutes of or 40 minutes of just build up to the ultimate scene. Like every scene was just in service of getting to the money shot scene. They they broke the story on like they broke story on this episode. Mm -hmm. They did like acts. Like the production, they were like, this was the one that they were this is like their opus of the season. And that you could feel like a central story threaded through and you're right the building things that you're like oh i remember they were talking about that in that one scene you know what i mean like everything kind of everything comes together yeah Yeah. and people are just talking shit about other people people are sticking their nose in other people's business it has all the markers of great reality television and boy does it come to a head it sure does um we start off with a leaky lee song they have some good music i know and I'm sorry to the people who are watching this for free on the VH1 app because I just found out that they took it off of the VH1 app. Why? I have no idea. Maybe they found out that we were doing this and they were pissed. No, I'm just kidding. But like... I'm like, wow, our reach. Our influence, our reach. They're like, we want people to pay for this shit. So, But there are some paid versions or some free versions. I also think there's music licensing issues because they do use such good music that like to have them exist for free and not behind a paywall fucks with like the licensing. 
But there are some versions of this season that have really bad cheesy music, like a different theme song and whole like really? different transitional songs. Yeah. Arguably one of the best theme songs. The big, big bang. bang. The reason I'm alive. <laughs> Every was that era of music for all of, for anyone who wasn't old enough or just doesn't remember. <laughs> That what? <laughs> I'm like picturing like a 12 year old listening well, to this podcast. No, for all of our for all of our allies in the Gen Z community who mm-hmm. maybe were not old enough, or maybe you were, and I'm just you know I'm not assuming care. anything. Yeah, cancel me. That whole era of music was like that kind of that 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 like the, it, it was, was all the... influenced by Amy Winehouse's like totally kind of like what was that like a callback to like. Like it's like soul. Motown callback, yeah. like a little bit, like like a Aretha Franklin, but like Nouveau. Lots of like blue-eyed soul. It was a lot of also, like, you know, the swing comeback of the 90s? We won't. We'll never forget. A little bit of I wish I forgot that. Life. So this was like <laughs> the swing comeback, but it was like white women singing. <laughs> yeah. like it was all these like Motown. White, and the only one who could really get away with it slash pull it off perfectly was Amy Winehouse. Well, yeah, but I feel like it's good that she died when she did because she would have been fully canceled oh, by yeah. now. Like, I mean, a million times We over. wish she wasn't dead. I, like, would have loved for her to live, but, but she, yeah, either was... die a hero or live long enough to get canceled. Yeah, she would have, yeah. It just would not. But, yeah, it was all, like, it was all these, like, burgeoning indie singers being like, la-ba, la big ba and it's like some girl from like Brooklyn. That's generous. It's like, like a girl from like Omaha. Yeah. <laughs> that big, big. The reason I'm alive. And that, um, remember like every American Idol contestant did that type of singing too. Yeah. It was always this like, oh God. It's either like a, or it's like a breathy, like yeah. Lord-esque like coffee shop singing oh coffee shop singing was huge too it's and that's still happening but it's like a it's like i mean i i think i did it it's kind like, of on the podcast Nora jones but not even Nora jones is actually like she's good great. but i'm saying like it's Nora yeah, it's, jones it's again white people trying to knock off Nora jones she's like this she was like all these all these singers and it's like i buy to see you because you are on my radar. That's like, actually beautiful. It's like, I want <laughs> to walk with you to the pier, you know. <laughs> and well, sign on, you know, it's like, I waited, I saw the sun. <laughs> I can't do it. That I hard. saw the sign. <laughs> And at the sky was a sort of pink and blue like custard. a new genre right now. And I'm really into it. But it's all like, it's very just like, ah, ah, ah. It's like. Breathy. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like, just sing normal, please. Do you remember that song by Telepop Music? Just breathe. No. Really? Mm -mm. From like the early, anyway. It's just like, it's all like kind of jazz. Yeah, it's a moment. Wow. By the way, Lord's album, what's your verdict um i listened to it over the weekend i'm pretty into it it's like it's fine just yeah i agree it's fine it's like good background music it won't challenge you too much it might delight you every once in a while not as striking as her last 
two efforts. No, I mean... Her last album was incredible. Yeah. I don't I, think I really listened to her last album. It's great. Okay. It's very, very goth. With Greenlight? Was that the album? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Greenlight didn't thrill me as a song, so then I just didn't ever get into it. The rest of the album is not like that. It's like okay. very brooding. Oh, I like that. Yeah, this is like weird... It's like Joni Mitchell coffee shop music. Coffee shop music. Of. Yeah. But like the way she's like, but she, she like over explained it. This is my opinion to where it's like, okay, we got like, we're, we got that it's satire. She's like, it's satire. Is it's it? It's satire. She said. Feels pretty real to me. Yeah. I was like, okay. Congrats to Lord. She needed a win. No, she didn't. <laughs> well, I saw this New York times article. The headline was Lord's work here is done. Now she vibes. And I was just like, what? what are you, BuzzFeed? And now, she vibes. Now, <laughs> she vibes. But I love Lord's work here. Is, I'm, I'm like, she's 23, right? I'm like, what? Where is she going to... Is she ascending? Is she leaving this earth? Maybe. Is she ascending into the heavens? She's moving to space. She's on the first ship out. I was like reading this thing and it was like... My work here is done. I saw that on your Insta. It was good. My close friends is... Poppin. Your close friends is Liddy. <laughs> I have like the most like ad- I wish I had like so many like especially gay men use close friends for like hot thought picks. I've never seen a hot thought pick from you. No, I just that's do, like, not your brand. It's not my brand. Um, and then I, really like one more thing about Lord, Lord, <laughs> Lord, Lord. I like Lord. I'm not like, sh- I, but this no, article, like and this too. article was, like, it was actually an interesting article. Just that headline. I was like, who told this writer to make What's up? she up to? Well, it was like in the la- in the, in time since she recorded her last album, which sold 22 million albums or whatever, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, she went to Antarctica. She unplugged her phone. Didn't answer any texts for like three years. Moved back to New Zealand and went to Antarctica to like, learn about climate change i was just like that's fucking cool cool i love like being so rich you're just like i gotta get to antarctica now yeah being that's like, the I- final frontier of like either you're going to space you're going to space i think or you're just like a stone like a Greenpeace stoner who's like i'm gonna live in antarctica man like but, or you're just like super wealthy and an adventurous unplugged. and you're like the only way for me to really truly unplug is if i get myself to antarctica asap yeah there's no just like being completely is wealthy there tourism in antarctica mm. is there like a ho- is there a hotel i don't think so i think it's like 30 days of night <laughs> it's <laughs> like the thing it is the thing i <laughs> Lord. like you don't go like that's why if you're so rich and you're used to just like luxury hotel life it feels amazing to just go live in a shack in antarctica it's like charming she probably thought it was gonna be like i bet people think it's like iceland and then you get there and you're like nope no it's just dark snow time and, and the thing so cold i yeah i just love that's how she vibes I love by going to Antarctica. That's how I want to vibe. Yeah. Honestly. I, I just like, I want to, I aspire to get to a point where like, I don't, I'm just going to unplug for a year. Yeah. And have the money and people will still want to be my friend. No texts for three. I like for three years, I'll not text you back, <laughs> and then but finally, you'll, but then I'll like come out of hiding to make a podcast or write a book. And then you're like, her work here's done. And now she vibes. 
<laughs> her workers on, and then we just you get you go into a block of ice and are lowered into the Antarctic. Yeah. Where you <laughs> remain in cryostasis. Why don't you just freeze me for right. three years and then I'll come back and freeze vibe. everything and vibe and then I'll come back and vibe. You are vibing. I'm pretty vibing. We're vibing right now. Yeah, despite my Starbucks closure. No, I was just I'm kidding. Vibing. You don't. You seem like very put together today. No, I get it. Anyway, Drita. Drita goes to Carla to tell her about her and Karen's showdown at her house the night before. She's reeling from their conversation. She goes, "She's lucky. She's my friend. I would have locked the door, and she would have been never gotten out." I was like, <laughs> "Uh, whoa! You would have like." kidnapped her prisoners with her you would have like broke it would have been like misery yeah should have broken her legs wait speaking of kidnapped i saw i finally watched that fag matt damon's movie <laughs> Bag it. uh still water was it good i liked it yeah it's like a I man of knox premium price to rent it i paid 19.99 to rent it i don't know why damn you were just in the Feel mood for some... Feel free to shame me. I was like really crave. I was in a place of still watts. You were in a place really... of slur that night. I know. And I <laughs> I wanted to see it in the theater, but it was not really in theaters here for long. So then I was just like, fine, I guess I'll just pay out the ass to watch this fag walk around Marseille. <laughs> was it was it a flop? No, it was actually good. No, like the box office. I don't know. I don't know what they were like released. I guess you can't really say any like not you can't really like judge anything on being a flop right now because yeah I don't know how it's like working for anyone. But the it's only like, person that I know it's not working for is ScarJo. But like aside from that, people seem to be just like chugging along. I think releasing on demand in conjunction with theatrical release is cool. I do too. I'm excited for Dune. I'm excited for Reminiscence. You know, I oh, watched that this week. Did you bad. watch it? It looks like a, it's we, a mess. We started watching it, and it took, like, seven minutes in. We both were like, wow. Did you know what was happening, or it was just, like, so cheesy? It just... Just too much going on. No, it just, like, it was just... I mean, maybe we didn't give it a chance. Obviously, seven <laughs> minutes is pretty soon. I, like... I just got the vibe. You better come correct, or Carrie and Simon are going to turn it right off. But sometimes you just get the vibe. Yeah. And I was like, this is not giving me a good You're vibe. not afraid to just turn off a show or a movie. Like, I love even with like 10 minutes left, you're done. When you're done, you're done. I love all those act- I love Tandy Newton. I love Hugh Jackman. Rebecca I love Ferguson. like the first season of Westworld. Fuck yeah. And it's like from the people who did it. So I was like, yeah, bitch. But it was giving me like precog energy I was excited about. No. Okay. It kind of had, sur- you know, Serenity with Matthew McConaughey and Anne Hathaway. <laughs> That's the vibe it was giving me. That movie was ludicrous. Did you see that movie? I watched it in a hotel. It was unbelievable. It's unhinged, it's but a, in a great way. It's an iconic movie. If you movie. make it through, you're like, wow, they did that. They did that. <laughs> it's a true they did that moment. I also liked how Anne Hathaway, when she posted about that movie, she went, look, a lot of people don't like this. <laughs> it's gotten really bad reviews, but I thought I think it's different and it's trying something cool. So I'm glad that I was in it. Okay, I love her. And I was like, fuck yes. That's how a celebrity should approach if they know a movie's going to be a flop. Just be like, hey guys, I tried it. Yeah, like that's what Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox should have like done for Randall's movie. Look, which I did watch. Look. 
Lucas was great. Lucas was incredible. Best part. He's truly the diamond in the rough. I know. It's he's in a different movie. I know. And then everyone else. Megan Fox, too, cast as an FBI agent with a full face of contour and lash (laughs) extensions. Truly floors me. I was also just like Bruce Willis had no lines. No. All their lines were like, Carl, what the fuck is wrong with you? He's like, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with you. And she's like, I don't know. We got to go in there. And he's like, don't do it. It it We're doing it, Carl. It was a wild ride. It was really, I just love like a snatched FBI agent. I love that you're so, not only are you just so busy with doing sting operations to like unbelievably stunning yeah you're trying just spending your entire life just trying to like catch sex traffickers but then you also have time to go get like a full fox eye lift lash extensions lip injections cheek Cheek injections jawline injections old therapy hair extensions And just be, and be literally so hot. And be just so... And you work out nonstop and you eat like nothing yeah. to maintain your... And have huge tits and a tiny little waist and you're stalking around. <laughs> like... They didn't... I like... I kind of like that they were like, you don't have to... Like, because normally you would be like, like maybe Kate Winslet taking her approach to like the mirror being like, oh, I'm going to like not have my They're hair look Pensacola, like... They're in Pensacola, Florida. <laughs> They're like, don't I worry, know. you don't have to do anything. Don't change, don't change a, a She's like hair on your head. You're fine as is. You make perfect sense as this Pensacola FBI agent that's literally the hottest person of all time. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's worth it for that. Worth it for that, worth it for Lucas, and worth it to say I, you're supporting I Lala's man. Yeah. So Drita's like really pissed at Karen. Karen for Karen. Um, Karen for unloading on her about her her pent up annoyance at her for stealing her man basically yeah you never told me she she cried mm-hmm. and Drita was like what the fuck that's my daughter she goes when so you talk long. about my daughter's father things go out the door all bets are off I would have I should have locked her in there and just kept her you would have never been getting out if, if you weren't my friend no. I was, and Carla's like damn <laughs> and then Karen meets Renee for dinner. Oh my god, Renee lives at an Italian restaurant. All Renee she does, she is, goes out every night to eat, I think. Yeah. She is you can find Renee either in her kitchen just chaining cigs at the kitchen island and like calling people frantically on the phone. Her menthols. You can find her in a restaurant or at a high top in the bar of a restaurant. Or getting her face lasered off at her plastic surgeons. Getting her skin ripped off her skull. Karen goes, your skin looks amazing. And Renee goes, yeah, it looks better and better. Karen was basically like, she goes, wow, your skin's back on. <laughs> she should have said that. Her skin does look good. It looks good. Yeah. She goes, yeah, it's getting better. It looks better and better. Looking better and better every day. <laughs> um, she has a giant menu that just says menu on it. <laughs> I was shocked Burgundy. at that menu. It was like. Menu. I think all the menus in Staten Island are look like heavy tablets in case someone comes up from behind you and you just hit them over the head with it. Yeah, or someone tries to, like, shoot you. Yeah. Honestly, they need to make the menus in Staten Island, like, the menus at TomTom. Just slabs of, like, bulletproof metal. Giant. Giant. Like, you could not get whacked in TomTom. If you had just, like, a five-second heads up, you would (laughs) fully, like, you could hide behind the menu. You put it over your heart. That's why Lisa, Lisa has a... 
kind of off the sidewalk more and like in in back because in case like one of her many enemies drives by and just shoots the place up. Yeah, you can't drive into Tom Tom. And now with like the, and now it's good that she put like a buffer like seating area outside because <laughs> they took away the menus and you only have QR codes, so you can't bulletproof yourself. She's like, she's like the guests will die <laughs> so we can live. So the clock keeps tick tick ticking. Check out my I've collaboration great, with Nicolaine. I've got a great buffer. <laughs> then they go what? And then she she Humes. nods. <laughs> it's all just us. She goes, Humes. It's me and Carrie. Humes, she says. People. People, darling. Oh my God, Carrie. What? Did you hear what I'm doing this fall? No. I'm taking Sexy Unique podcasts on tour. Wait a minute. I'm doing that too. I know. We're going on tour. We're going on fucking tour. Tickets are going fast. In fact, one of the Chicago shows sold the fuck out. You're kidding me. Well, we added a second. Oh, thank God. Head to LarsMarie.com to purchase tickets. That's L-A-R-Z-M-A-R-I-E.com to get yours now. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. 
This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sydney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who with siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members. And it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking you digital frames are bleak, but I'm telling you this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy to use app so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an aura frame and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology, like barely even understands right. how to FaceTime. And I said, just let me, just let me. And I set it all up for her. I plugged it in. I fired up the app. I preloaded pictures on it, and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app, which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps. She thinks everyone's spying on her, stealing her data, and the fact that I was able to break through, and she literally loves this frame, like loaded it up with pictures of her cat. I was like, we did it, Joe. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Renee, at one point, kind of goes in on Karen a little. Because she was like, she basically was like, you weren't hard enough on Drita. Yeah, but it's like, what are you going to, I don't believe that Renee or that Karen has truly the level of beef that she's trying to establish. No, it's a production thing. Yeah. But Renee's taking it seriously. (laughs) Renee's not like, she's not aware that she's being put up for all this. And at one point, Karen, she goes, well, did you tell him that? Well, did you tell her that? And then she keeps like digging in and in on karen yeah and karen's like well no well did you well when are you gonna tell her then lee calls drita there there are like 
in their foreplay of like they're horrific f- arguing and now they're back on the men and they're just horny for each other yeah i saw the dynamic of lee and drita i was like oh wait drita loves this dynamic too yeah they she's love it they both fan. love it and lee goes send me pics of you yeah she's like painting her nails and he's she's like send you pictures what uh, pictures what kind of pictures yeah what kind of pictures he's like what do you think he's like i want to see tits and i want to see ass he goes red lingerie red lingerie she goes i gotta take pictures in red lingerie what i was i was gonna ask you like how many phone calls does he get seems like he just gets to call whenever he wants is he at one of those jails like that's like a martha stewart kind of jail where he probably has like a phone by his bed seems like very relaxed because she can tell him when to call and then he calls like at that time because i I mean i don't know how it works but i i imagine it's very limited like you pretty much only get one phone call a day i think not lee lee gets i i'm serious i think he has like a rotor he has like a hamburger phone next to his bed yeah like one of those like see-through phones where you can see all the gear he has a lip phone he has a lip phone (laughs) hello he sits on his bed like lays on his stomach and twirls his legs behind him as he talks to his wife drita his his jail cell is a replica of saved by the bells diner (laughs) the peach pit yeah is that the no that was beverly hills 90210 wasn't it i don't know me neither. I didn't watch either of them. Um, <laughs> I didn't really watch Save of the Well either. So Lee wants sexy pics. And Drita just... She's... Oh, Lee. You know that a woman that's as hot as Drita and acting like bash... Like, who, me? Take a sexy pic? What? <laughs> it's like, this is her... The moment she's been working so hard for. Yeah, she keeps her body tight. She's looking good. She's like, what? What do you mean, Lee? She's like, can you believe me? In a sexy pic? I'm like, yes, I can. You literally yeah. have a sample size body. And then he's like, and she's like, all right, call back t- call back later for the kids. And he's like, all right. It's yeah, like, that's when I was like, wow, he gets a lot of phone calls. He gets a lot of, he, get, <laughs> he gets unlimited access to the phone. I'm serious. I think he's in, I mean, remember, uh, have you seen Goodfellas? Yeah. Where remember they just when, get to like cook pasta. Yeah. I think his jail cell, like literally he has like a phone, a computer. It's like a little dorm. Maybe he has a cell phone. Oh, like maybe he's smuggled like a cell phone in prison or something. Yeah, but like it would, he's pretty bold to advertise that on Gamora. Shout out my Gamora gang of fucking one other person that's reached out saying that they've watched Gamora. You're a Gamora gay. I'm a Gamora gay. Hugely gay for Gamora. Gamora. Mm-hmm. There's one of the characters goes to Italian prison in season one and it is like. Just a bunch of Italian men in bunk beds. They like make pasta together every night. It was like fun. this seems like a chill. It was like camping. It's like it's like <laughs> I just imagine the mafia prison is like the scene in Hook with all the lost boys. It is like that. Eating like the fake food. That's their vibe. But yeah. you know that they're cooking like yummy pasta. Yeah. Like, like they get they get like to get groceries delivered and stuff. <laughs> Again, yeah, and he's I'm buying like, her. He Lee buys her shit. Send me to prison, I guess. <laughs> So I need a mob prison. Yeah, mob. Like <laughs> obviously, but like Staten Island prison. Why are you getting like he can, whole he food. buys her lingerie from jail? He's bought her like everything. When we see her closet later, I was like, wait, this bitch is like has money. Yeah, they all they have like millions of dollars, but like in cash, buried. Yeah. Um. Then Carla and Renee have lunch. At a deli. 
And Renee, Renee just goes, I think she just goes from one restaurant to the other. Yeah, Renee, she she has a few, she has a few regulars. She calls Dreed a Dreeder. Dreeder. Catch me up to speed with Dreeder and Karen. <laughs> My Nana used to say her R's with everything. I love that. It's very old fashioned. It's cute. And then they kind of start talking a little bit about Carla's boyfriend. Yeah. Like first Renee is talking about like the Dreeter and Karen like Lee of it all. And she's like, you can't help who you fall in love with. Yeah. And I wrote, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? And then she goes, I don't want to get into it, but I don't like your boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like you do want to get into it. Yeah. Then Carla's like, she's claiming that he's like slapping her ass at that party. And Carla's like, kind of asked her to if she's lying right doesn't she say like or is that later i think that's later oh that's later this, right now at this point i was like god i was like renee is still reeling from her like me too moment where mm. or her perceived me too moment yeah. where carla's boyfriend like said that he like made like a kind and harmless like flirty comment to her but, but then, then we, we find out later yeah, that actually he's, he's like, like a fucking creep. He's a pig. Yeah. So, but at this point I was yeah. like, Renee, like yeah. you've got to chill my lady. And then she goes, no, no. <laughs> Whoa. It just keeps looking better and better. Yeah. It just keeps looking better and better every day. <laughs> Mummy face. Then Renee finally goes home back to her kitchen to post up and welcome her friend, Nicole. Well, first Renee says, she goes, my best, she goes, my solution for nipping this all in the bud is just to have everyone over for Sunday dinner. That's a great solution. Yeah, I was like, cool. When everyone wants to literally like rip each other's spines out of their each other. Everyone is mad at someone else for something, but let's all get together. And also her approach to dinner is to just invite Carla and Drita, but not tell them that she's inviting Karen. Yeah, it's not like a big dinner where like you could maybe ignore the person if they come in. It's like, or not even like we all know what we're walking yeah. into. It's an intimate. It's a four-person three-person dinner, dinner. three-person dinner yeah. with a surprise bombshell guest. Yeah. Uh, Renee's goes home and <laughs> her friend Nicole with a K comes in and she goes, "I've known Nicole since I was a kid." She goes, she's connected to the same lifestyle. I was like, wow, another mob wife. Yeah. So then Renee starts off. She goes, so I was going through my jail mail. (laughs) She has just, she and Nicole are just raking through piles. Letters all. Renee loves to spread all her jail mail out (laughs) on the kitchen island. It's like Santa Claus's like letters at the North Pole. And are these letters that she's received? Or letters yeah. that she's written. I think both. Okay. She goes all in. She goes, I've been, she goes, she, at one point, I don't know if it was a Freudian slip, but she's like, I've been in jail for 26 years. She says something like. Yeah. I think it's like, she's been visiting jails. I know. Or but, had people in jail. Yeah. But she too is in a prison of her yeah, own making. Honey, you've been in prison since you came out of your mom. Yeah. You were born jailed. Yeah. So she's written over the course of her lifetime five or six thousand letters to like her father, her friends, her junior. Uh, Everyone yeah. she knows is in jail. Well, but before when she goes, I was going through my jail mail. Nicole goes, "Oh, that's great." <laughs> supportive friend. Supportive. May we all have a friend that's supportive of our writing. Mm-hmm. 
And then I thought Renee was going to be like, she was like, I want to start Jail Mail Inc. And I thought she was going to say she wants to take all her letters and make like a book out of them. Yeah, I was, I was, I was like, like, okay, oh, okay. I, see, what you, I yeah. see you and I also like you coming for Karen's turf. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is a natural transition for any reality star that they're going to write a book. Yeah, I was like, smart, smart, smart. And then she goes, I'm Jail Mail Inc. I've been sitting on this idea for 20 years. 26 years. 26 years. So basically, Jail Mail, the concept is a website <laughs> that for people whose family members are either in jail for life or just regularly going to jail yeah. for extended periods of time. And you go, it's like a, she goes, it's like a package you sign up for. And every month, we you plug in what you want to write to the person and we send the mail. So it's basically an automatic, you sign up for like a package system where every month at the same time, your loved one receives a letter from you. Yeah. So it's like, it's like you don't have to like worry about mailing it or you get like happy new year's. Yeah. She's like, For February, we got Valentine's day. I was like, this was a truly shocking development. And she took it to a place that I was not expecting. Me neither. But then I was like, wait, is this a good idea? Do that many people, is there like a need I think so. I mean, in America, for sure. I mean, the prison like, system is a, is a the, total industry, as we know, yeah, in, in America. Love so. her capitalizing in her own way off the prison industrial complex. But yeah. That's a girl boss shit. But, it's, but it's, it is also, it's a kind of a genius idea, but it's also like weirdly dated. Yeah. It's like a da- an idea that would have been incredible like 10 years before even. It like It has like, like 90s AOL vibes yeah. to it. She's like 10 years too late. <laughs> yeah. She should have sat on that for 16 years. Yeah. <laughs> I love for 26 years. That's me when I finally write another book. I'm like, I've been sitting on this idea for 83 years. <laughs> But she's going to write the letters on behalf of you. No, uh, Renee. That I thought it was just like plugged into no, a computer. No, I think, I think you, she sees it. It's like, it's basically. No, Renee, she, this is well, she, No, she, Renee's obsessed with writing. She goes, I would send Junior five, six page letters and he would show them to everyone in his prison and be like, look, look at Renee. And they'd all be sending them to me and be like, I want you to write me letters. So Renee she, loves She to loves write. longhand writing. She's writing. I think Renee's she needs looking to write at people. A book. Like I love. I like she's like I. She's so like. If she was, if she was more resourceful, she would have written a book. If or she more, was more in tune just with herself and yeah. her own needs, she would have written a book. Like, but now I love like her business idea is to like do like go <laughs> out of her way for other people. It just looks so classically Renee. So it's it's the most codependent business <laughs> plan you've ever heard. Where this woman will just be. This is like a Caroline Calloway business plan where it's like seems good and then it devolves into pure chaos because it's depending on one person to like write like letter. Like if what if 5,000 people were like, yes, I want you to write monthly letters. Renee's on the hook for then writing 5,000 letters. But she loves it. Yeah. She's ready to go. Do get paid to do what you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Like no one has loved writing letters to jail more than Renee Graziano, and that's what she's and she's unabashed about it. And she's I'm like, owning it. She's owning it. But I think Renee. I don't think it's just people she knows. I think she literally just writing letters to strangers, to serial killers. Like I can see her having a, a lengthy correspondence with like Richard Ramirez <laughs> or like some long incarcerated like Charles Manson or like. 
She is like glowing in this moment in a way I've never seen her glow before. Oh, I think she... part of it is like her lizard face peeled off, but then she also has such a sense of purpose that I was like, go for it, Renee. I don't get it exactly, but I, I support you. Yeah, it doesn't it's not the most like it's it's just so much work. <laughs> I didn't it's realize a... it was just a her. I thought it was like you put it into a computer and then the computer like spits out like mails a letter she says i'll write it <laughs> i thought it was automatic too but she said i think she's she's looking for more writing assignments jail mail i love like looking for more busy work to do she loves it yeah i mean what else is she she goes she goes so it looks like junior's going back to jail <laughs> it's like my god <laughs> this is hell my god she loves just like staying anchored to a place of incarceration oh it's She's never felt more at home than longing for someone in prison. <sighs> Dreeter's be bedroom is fucking <laughs> terrifying. Wild. Her furniture choices. It's like I was it's like, like, how did they get them in? Like, I feel like her furniture is heavier than like her floors of her house are. Yeah, she's like blood red curtains. A headboard from the, the movie The Haunting mm -hmm. with Catherine Zeta Jones. It's Dracula's lair. It's Dracul. It's a place of Dracul. <laughs> And her her young young daughter who she shares with Leah. I think she, it's only her and Lee's. I think I don't think he's the father of her other kid. Her Aaliyah. No, he is because she says Giselle's so young. She doesn't uh, even know. She doesn't even know who a, what a dad looks like. Yeah, that was sad. That was really sad. She's like to her, he's just like a voice, and she would never be able. Like I could take her to prison, she wouldn't even know who this person is. I was like, damn. Yeah, she goes. When, she goes. When Lee and I first got together, I was like his little doll. I was like, hmm. hmm, okay, Kanye West. Sounds good. By the way, Kanye West said the vaccine is the mark of the beast. Kanye, he needs to be stopped. I love him. I love that. That feels like a troll to me. I'm just gonna accept. I just accept. I wish he would release Donda. I'm not going to lie. Every day I'm like, is Donda out? And he's it's building, just not fucking out. He's building a replica of his childhood home in Chicago in the middle of a stadium in Chicago. Good. That's fucking baller. And is he playing at Soldier Field? Maybe. Some giant stadium. That's probably it. But then I saw, and then also today Katy Perry tweeted, infodemic is greater than pandemic. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She just like learned what those two words meant. I went, what's she prattling on about? <laughs> but also... They're getting weird. Those Kind of spot the lie of that. I mean, I hate to give Katy Perry a win. I think the pandemic's worse than the infodemic. Okay, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I take that back. It I'm just definitely like, is. I'm just like Katy Perry. The infodemic is, Please a, stop. is a pandemic of its own, I think would be a better way of putting that. Yeah, she's just, it's just like it's it's vague enough where I'm like, what are you doing? Just weighing in. <laughs> her little nun, love, her haunted nun convent. Katy Perry, please stop. I love celebs just thinking they're going to weigh in. I love being so rich, having everything in the world. Being so out of touch. And with then reality. just feeling like, you know God. what? Now's, I think now's the right time for me to weigh in. Like, if I had Katy Perry's money and like real estate portfolio, I'd weigh the fuck out. I'd, you would not be able to get in touch. I'd be in my three-year no-text 
hiatus Antarctica plan. Oh, I wouldn't be on Twitter. I can't wait to not have to weigh in. I'm I'm not going to be on Twitter. I'm going to be like, you can't find me. Yeah. I'm going to be fucking ghost. I no. already try to weigh out. Like, I don't... I maintain, like, a pretty sparse social media presence. Like, I really, like... The only thing that's tethering me to this world is feeling like I'm just not rich enough to weigh out. Being a, Basically, the thesis of this podcast, if you learn anything about this fucking episode, <laughs> it's weighing out is only for the rich. Yeah. It's a privilege to be able to weigh out. It truly You have is. to buy... You literally have to buy your own freedom to like buy your way out you have to buy your way out you do or else it's like suffer the consequences which is just being inundated with dread yeah the climate collapse dread pandemic people talking shit to you strangers talking shit to you people people writing nope (laughs) on something you've posted unfollow yeah nope someone commented on one of our tiktoks nope love that i went and then i wrote why nope which is unhinged. No, I love it. It's I'm hard place, to not engage. I'm in a place now where if someone just writes no. You're go, going for it. I go, why? Yeah, explain. Tell me. Tell me why. Tell me the truth. Nope. No. They don't, this I person, didn't even see that. See? I deleted it. Oh, love it. You deleted their comment? Yeah. Hell yeah. They didn't even follow me. Like, Fuck them. No one then, can. The only place I'm weighing in truly is TikTok. TikTok. People on TikTok are nothing but supportive. Our TikTok, <laughs> thank you to everyone who followed us, by the way. Our TikTok is you coming guys alive. Are paving the way. Thank you for being so supportive as we as us elders are like trying our geriatric, geriatric millennials, millennials are trying to trying to dip our toe into this youth pool. It's not easy. It's not I'll easy. Tell you that. I, I also del- <laughs> someone commented I posted a short story that I wrote last week. It was so good. Everyone needs to follow Carrie's Substack, Gay Please. Doctor gay doctor look him up find his writing it's amazing it will suck you in you will leave wanting more thank you You will read voraciously and it you'll just feel something not many lols in it no it's a lol it's pretty lol free zone but it's definitely like there's some lols there's some but it's not like a it's not like mr toad's wild ride of lols it's like it's it's a more serious tome but it's uh what you call fiction writing fiction writing but someone just wrote i posted it and some people were like love this and then one someone just wrote this sucks (laughs) (laughs) and so i wrote thanks bitch imagine this sucks god i would like to live as freely as that but then the only thing to do if you're gonna if you're not gonna weigh out but you wanna like have just like a truly give no fucks way out vibe Mm -hmm. you do you go the kanye west route where you just tweet like utter nonsense and like troll tweets or you just start commenting on like artists and creative stuff this sucks (laughs) yeah i kind of uh, it was a little iconic and then i did a video on because it doesn't suck if it did suck it would be like actually sad well, then I, on my TikTok once, people were just going in because they thought I stole someone's dog. Mm-hmm. And someone just wrote, like, fuck you. Or, like, <laughs> someone was like, you're gay. Or, like, you look gay. And I wrote, let's FaceTime. <laughs> like, I was just going into being like, call me. Like, I was just, that's how I was taking it to a place of, like, let's talk. Let's connect over this. <laughs> I want to know exactly what you don't like about me. <laughs> look a little queer, some people wrote. And I just wrote, you're gay. 
I there's a lot of I, I get a lot believe, of like I can't believe the level that like homophobia levels are still like high oh. in some places because I live in a place of like the anti-homophobia like I just don't it's not something I ever well, interact yeah. with on like a day-to-day basis and so when it does rear its head I'm like shocked but also charmed to some extent <laughs> I'm like oh my god that's so vintage of you. Yeah, it's That's like it's, cute. it's kind of impressive. It's, it's kind like, of amazing. Yeah. Anyway, back it's to like Dreeter. A, a compliment. Agreed. Back to Dreeter. Dreeter's daughter is watching her. She's like, "You want to try on mommy's? You want to watch mommy try on her clothes?" Because Dreeter's getting ready. She's doing a for full a sexy photo shoot. Professional photo shoot, which is also a very. That's kind of a. It's a little Jersey. It's that's a that's a motif in in housewives. Someone mm-hmm. reclaiming their sexy and doing a photo shoot for their husband or any reality TV. I'm now thinking of like Stassi's photo shoot for Vanderpump Rules, where she wore just like a leotard with her tits in a leotard, and she was like, she posed like on a chair. It's like posing on a chair with your legs spread. Show me a woman. I've done that in my own unfortunate series of photos as like a 20 year old. So I can freely troll and say, this sucks. I love <laughs> Being like, in a leotard, in a, in a, she's, Stasi's like in a pool of ranch. She wore like one, she's like, she put her body into one leg of like a control top <laughs> pantyhose and was like, remember? Was it the first, very first episode of Vanderpump Rules where Stassi and Chris, they were all like a photo shoot? <laughs> it was like the fakest model shoot. No, it was like a really sad <laughs> LA photo shoot where like people, LA hopeful models, which is also not a thing. Like if you were modeling in LA, you have officially you're not, not me. You're not a model. If you're in New York. You're doing something. But it's you're yeah. not modeling. You're not in the modeling industry. No, if you were like in New York or something, you're it's in one New thing. York, like living in a model house, like with your agent taking full advantage of you, and you're like hoofing it to like runways and casting calls, and you want to kill yourself, then you're modeling. Yeah. But if you're in LA, <laughs> you're not. But they were on that photo shoot, and that was it was like with two other sad LA models, <laughs> and then it was and like where like- Kristen heard. That one of them fucked Tom before they were together. Oh, yeah. And she got furious. Yes. I was like, why did you do that? That's when I was like, this show was off is to this racist. on to something. She was always on. Like, she was never... She's still on to I mean, this her day. BPD was always on. <laughs> I know, but like, her, like, her big PPD, BPD energy was flaring up from the first, like, five minutes of that show. I was a... I was like in a place of how, but in a positive way where I was like, she was jabberwocking. This is an incredible thing to get furious about. She was totally jabberwocking over. Why did you do that? I just want to know, like, why, why, why would you ever do something like that? What? What? Fuck someone? Why did I have a past? Like, live a life before? What are you talking about? I love getting angry at someone for that. Just the photo. And Stassi being like, "Yeah, you're a dumb bitch." Fucking bitch. Just like laughing, making me Sazi's so good at like laughing at you. <laughs> and making you like you look over and you see her laughing and you just want to die. That's she's, like it's really good mean girl laughter energy. Yeah, she's like true Carrie bully. Crystal Minkoff kind of has that like laughter where you can she can just like laugh and you're like, I'm gonna just end it all tonight. That's why but I love Stassi, her. I know. I love a good Mean, <laughs> mean laugh. 
Just a look. And- um. Anyway, Anyways, so Drita's- do you love that we're talking? We've talked about like three minutes of this episode. Oh, whatever. It all is leading. It's up all leading to- up. So then Renee calls Dreeter and lies about Karen coming to her house for dinner. I wrote, Renee's always in the kitchen, cooking up schemes and talking on the phone. Renee's like, Dreeter's like, well, who's coming? And Renee goes, ah, just you and Kala. <laughs> no one else? No, just you two. If I were Dreeter, I would have known Renee's yeah. up to no good when you're like, well, what, what do you want to do for dinner? Can I bring the kids? And she goes, no, I think just... You and the girl, you and Carla, come over and we'll just chit chat. I was like, if you use the word, if you say no kids and we're just going to chit chat, I know that you're going to kill me. And Renee also. You're going to ambush me, aren't you? She has this like very like sneaky face after she hangs up. You just see her go like this. (laughs) Renee loves being sneaky. She always has, she has the face (laughs) of a kid with her hand caught in the cookie jar at all times. (laughs) <laughs> um carla carla then tells dreeter about renee talking shit yeah and then renee goes <laughs> what she does no renee this is a, an iconic moment in renee's business <laughs> renee goes <laughs> she's taking she's taking jail mail to the true she's pounding the pavement of staten island she goes to the very best web designer that staten island can Matt and has. Darren. Matt and Darren, <laughs> who are just like literally posted up in like a derelict space with painted, like They're chipped off wall paint. Like a full blown money laundering scheme of some sort. A total MLM. And she walks in and, and they're like, So what can we do you for? And she's like, Well, <laughs> she goes, She starts describing what she wants Jail Mail's websites to look like. She goes, I want all black. And then out of nowhere, the text jail mail pops up on screen. She goes, I want it to be. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. Because I want it to be jail mail, Inc. Incarcerated, not incorporated. And the guy goes, oh, you see, now that's some woody stuff right there. And then she goes, and then I want little guys to pop up on screen. And they appear. And I'm like, holy shit. She's describing the Black Lodge from Twin Peaks in this moment. <laughs> like that little man and the who speaks backwards. Like she's just, she, you're getting an insight into her fucking dark psyche. She goes, you're making black and white, you know, p- prison-y colors. <laughs> and then a stamp that says, we're not incorporated, we're incarcerated. And then little men lined up. And then some cop comes out and says, mail call. And then they pop their heads up. They want the mail. I was like, this is a lot of like flash. Like, <laughs> integration for your website that i thought was like wow you're ready to put a lot of money into this website that like generates letters but now i'm like wow you're putting a lot of money into this website that you write all (laughs) the letters for it's she just wants to work like a hundred hour a week it's like she wants like basically an e-bombs world game (laughs) and she wants she just all it's it's honestly for renee's kicks she (laughs) wants to see little Little like jailmen lined up and little cop go mail jail all right hold your horses mail call mail call <laughs> she was, this is like Renee's fantasy of what goes on in mob prison yeah she's like and then and then at night they all get together and they boil risotto Result. rig- rigatoni and imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It reminds me of like playing Spider-Man on Sega Genesis, like the kind mm-hmm. of jail where he like would kick a cop and then throw mm-hmm. him in the jail cell. Like it feels very like that. I just wrote what the fuck. <laughs> I'm dead at that. She's going to write these letters. And the, and the two- I love her also thinking like maybe if I get a second season of the show, what would be like engaging television is just my new job where I write letters for 80 hours a week. Here I am just writing away. Right, right, right. She's like, got my carpal tunnel flaring up. Like it's so (laughs) hot. She says like, I thought like, Oh, we see Renee like launch her successful website business. Like, no, it's just her writing. Who's pa- Does her is- sister wait in and been like, Renee, I don't think this is a good idea. No, her sister's just letting her rip. She's like, action. Yeah, <laughs> her sister's not doing her any favors. But she, I'm like, who's, this is an expense, this is a venture. This is like, this is- she's looking at like $20,000 just for the website alone. This is a true Buca de Beppo venture. Buca de Beppo venture. Buca de Beppo venture. And then the guys are just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, we'll do our best. To... Matt and Darren. They're like, we'll get this back to you. And she goes, all right, thanks. Scuttles off. Successful meeting. <laughs> I don't even think that she thinks it like costs money to make that no. website. I think it's like they video game boys put the put the people on the screen. Yeah, it's all, what is it? Like you just pay and I'll trade them some plates i'll write him a letter too <laughs> i'll give him 10 free letters each okay. no she'd be like oh you get 100 free letters each 
That's like you get a package deal because everyone there has family in the mob prison. She's like, you get you each get a hundred letters free to write to your dad who's incarcerated because he's killed people at a Italian restaurant. Do you think she would hire people eventually to be writing these letters? Like a I don't know, like frantic letter writer, an intern. She's very like. Renee does not know about like the industrial revolution. I would have gone. I would have been an intern. This reminds me of I D- jail mail ink on your resume. I helped organize. I worked for this woman in the Upper West Side when I was in New York. Who I like would help like organize her shit, mm-hmm. and I would write letter like I would write things for her sometimes. Uh, and I just always heard her in the other room going, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I, I, that's how I would imagine it would be. Yeah. How you doing over there? You want some ginger ale? <laughs> jail mail. You ink. want some vegetables? I got pepper. It Sausage. would have been better to have jail mail ink I-N-K cause if she's writing the letters by hand. Some regular William Shakespeare. <laughs> um, we get to Drita's oh, photo shoot. First of all, this studio is like... It, she's like literally taking a sexy, sensual photo shoot and there's like people walking by. It's like a storefront Photoshop. I'm really, when I saw the photographer, I was like, I wouldn't trust him to capture like my best. No. My my best self. The most unflattering lighting. Film. Also, the set they're using is like. Someone's just holding a light <laughs> in front of her, like with no gusto or like care for the creative process. Someone's literally like, mm, like with like a light on her face. I was like. They're also taking photos in front of like an Olive Garden door. <laughs> Some kind of like Tuscany looking like set. Mm-hmm. Like a background they use for photo shoots. And her cousin comes in who looks exactly like her. And does her makeup. Does her makeup. And she just takes like... She's like... She's killing it. Yeah, she, she looks, looks great. Amazing. She so it's like amazing. It's like modest sensual. Mm-hmm. Suggests. Suggests. And then there's like a random... <laughs> what did Danielle say? She goes, first engage. And then suggest. <laughs> <laughs> and then suggest. She goes like this. I love a suggestion goes, for Danielle is just <laughs> showing your full-blown <laughs> pussy to them. She goes, engage. Engage. And then suggest. And her legs are like, her legs are wrapped around everyone in the room. Inclu- all the women are just in She's like, and then suggest. And she pulls them all close <laughs> into her vagina. <laughs> she absorbs Kim. They're all, ah! Kim just trying to claw her way out. No, 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 no. no, no. That's how it sounds. Then you know you've been engaged and suggested. They're like, Kim G's been missing for weeks. Danielle's like, I have no idea where (laughs) she's in her purse. I have no idea where she is. I have no idea. And you hear. She goes, what was that? <laughs> she goes, <laughs> she, you sounded like Lisa. She goes, <laughs> she goes, I've got to be quite honest with you. I don't think I can help. She goes, but there's 12, 12 women vanish in an instant. I don't know what to tell you. That's a real tragedy <laughs> if you ask me. But there's nothing I can do about that. Nor do I know a thing. <laughs> Not one damn thing. She just looks at the detective and goes, 
Then she goes, engage and suggest. She just eats them, too. She swallows them. <laughs> anyone that comes in between, anyone that tries to take her down, she consumes. I'm ready for this. <laughs> this is like, you know, in Sopranos, they, Christopher has that mob movie. This is like my movie that I make. It's like a remake of Teeth, but called Engage and Suggest. Her on the cover. Would just. You see like a bunch of hands, people armed. <laughs> <laughs> Ashley Holm. <laughs> Ashley, just a beret on the floor. <laughs> She's like, I don't Jacqueline. want that anywhere near me. Jacqueline comes back <laughs> in the room. Where's Ashley? Danielle goes, I don't I know. I guess she it. went to Paris. <laughs> she must have taken that Range Rover and ran away. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then Jacqueline goes, my God, where's the Range Rover? So Carla's boyfriend. Okay, so everyone assembles at Renee's to to Sunday dinner. Well, we I think Renee before dinner has like a new has a new horrible development that's happened in the Carla's boyfriend. I love that he's just nameless still. Uh huh. He's just an entity destroying Renee's life. So. He had the audacity, audacity to text Renee, keep my name out of your mouth, which seems like a pretty chill text. Again, at this point, I'm still like, Renee, you're starting. Like, it's mm-hmm. not that big of a deal. Then she goes, <coughs> and AJ saw the text message, <laughs> which I'm also like, it's a text message. My own son. My own son. And then AJ heard him call me and chew me out. So then I guess, yeah, Carla's boyfriend called Renee and was like, fuck you, Renee. And then AJ heard the whole thing. So now that AJ has been subjected to the... This abuse. This abuse. Like he's never heard that language No, before. like she literally screams at him like worse things than he could possibly hear. He like She like waited till AJ was coming into the kitchen and put him right on the speakerphone. Yeah. While he was yelling. And she went, oh, oh my God, she- my son is here. She, like, walked by AJ with the text open and, like, bumped into him and dropped the text on his lap. She goes, oh, my texts. Did you see those? Don't look at them. And he's like, I didn't. She goes, but look, but don't. Remember when she chased him up the stairs? I'll never forget. Don't leave me. Please. Maybe it's not that bad. It is. What are you talking about? Bad. Bad. Maybe it's not that bad. (laughs) My texts. Renee's on one before the the gals even come over no, and sit down to break bread with her. She's fully like fully started. She's on a eleven. Mm-hmm. And then Drita and Carla come to Renee's, and Drita <clears throat> unveils <laughs> that she's gotten a truly unhinged tattoo. Unreal. She tattoo. has a disgustingly huge, like third eye on the back of her neck that's supposed to symbolize it's the evil eye. The evil eye, Lee, glaring at any, as he says, horny fuckers who are checking you out from behind. It's basically like Eye of Sauron on the back of her neck. 
it was <clears throat> like you thought Heather, her like I love Brett Michaels or like Brett yeah. tattoo was bad. That then she got didn't she get that cover up, which was like a full Rock of Love heart cover yeah. up. That I would take any day over this, which covered almost Rita's entire back of her I know. It was like, it was a true abomination. And I think she like, I don't think she. (laughs) Has she even seen it IRL? It's huge. It's so big. I mean, it seems like she wears her hair down for the most part. So like. Yeah, it's knowing that you have some giant shit on the back of. Like, I know people who have like kind of small, like more tasteful. Even Renee was like, I got crazy and look what I did. It was yeah. like a tiny little heart. I was like, ooh, Renee, you're yeah, sexy, ooh. you're flirty. But hers is like blocky. <laughs> looks like looks like Legends of the Hidden Temple. It's like a good six by four inches. It's it's girthy and it's an evil eye. And she's like, it's Lee. <laughs> I like love Lee's the, in there. No, she like wanted this. This is part of their foreplay. It's like a horrific fight. And then also being like, now I'm going to just destroy my body on behalf of this man he's like it's like being john malkovich he's like in her head like looking out and at some point when some guy's flirting with her and looking he sees the eye just blink and he goes oh he wouldn't even be able to see it unless he was like behind her it's like if you're fucking if she's fucking someone then they're cursed by the evil eye doggy It's, it's a doggy style curse well it's like assuming that all the men that are behind you are trying to like get you yeah that's what lee thinks so he wants a marker it's 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 like horrendous like she's branded this is like nexium it's very scary um i'm obsessed with the fact that they can freely smoke inside i know i was just gonna write that drita's just walking around with a marble and menthol britney sigs i'm like smoking inside is so vintage it's glorious to see people doing it, but I'm also just like, oh my God, like the smell, like yeah. having all your furniture and like anything inside, like soaking up those cig smells. Is smoking awful. inside is something you only can do if you're on cocaine. Yeah. Or if you're like in your twenties. Yeah. It's, it's actually truly horrendous. And I'm saying this as a cigarette smoker, I can't be anywhere near inside if I'm smoking. Cause no. it's like, it's satanic. It's satanic to smoke inside. But not um, in Renee's house. Yeah, Drita's, Drita's just walking around with a glass. They all have like, their own personalized glasses. Like if someone said that I could smoke inside, I would totally smoke inside. I'm not above smoking no, inside. No, yeah, same. But like, I would not let people do that in my house. You just... I'd be like, you go outside. I have a whole outside area you can freely smoke in. No, it's like it is. There is something. It feels like you're almost like nude. When you're smoking a cigarette inside. But it is horrendous because your clothes are going to smell like sh- an ashtray. Yeah. Like beyond. And so after these women all get done gathering, they're not like just smoking one cig. They're just chiefing cigarettes. Chiefing. Um, so they start, they get right into it. And Renee's like, well, you know, Carla, I was talking, your boyfriend called me. Well, first they go, first they, Renee tells them that once they sit down for dinner, that Karen's coming over. Yeah. And they're and like, she great. Goes, well, I lied. Then that's the first and any time I will ever lie to you. And then Carla goes, no, you lie. You lie. And, and then, then Renee that's goes, when they start fighting about whether or not Renee has lied in the past. 
And Karen walks up to just hear screams coming from the house. Well, first Renee goes, I might, she goes, I might enhance a story, but I do not lie. <laughs> That's lying. That's lying, babe. <laughs> yeah, Karen, it's like the fights, the fight they're having is like one of those fights that like, neighbors would call like the police to like i think someone's being hurt or like yeah. and they are but i think someone's being murdered at first it's like you would call the house and be like hey can you guys keep it down like i yeah. just put my kid to sleep but then it escalates to a place of police it's like truly the house riot and mother <laughs> it is this is full mother territory yeah so karen comes breezing on through and carla goes oh look what the wind blew in <laughs> and there, Car- Renee is still chiefing, chaining cigs at the table. And then <clears throat> Karen sits down, and then Renee launches into her attack on Carla's man. She goes, I just, I think you could do better. And Carla's not pleased with this. And then at one point, Renee goes, Oh, are we, are we going to open the door? Because I'll open the door. <laughs> open it. Karen weighs in and she says that Carla's boyfriend grabbed her at the bar. So I think, I actually think Renee might, even though she's like explosive and like, I think she might have a point. Yeah. I was like, okay, wait, he's hold up. I think he's kind of a pig person. Karen says, she goes, he stuck his finger up my ass. He's a groper. And I was like, whoa. And then Carla goes, he's not a groper. Carla's kind of defending, a, she's doing a little bit of like apologizing for an assaulter because she's like, yeah, he jokes around. He might grab you and do it, but it's all in front of me. I'm yeah, like, I was oh, like, so what? You... Does that make it better? She's like, yeah, when he drinks, he gets a little handsy. He jokes around. He might grab you. I was like, I don't like any of those things. But it's all done in front of me. So I'm like, so you're. You're OK with it. You're condoning this. You're allowing this to happen. This is when I flipped over and I was team Renee. Totally. Hashtag justice for Renee. Carla then insults Renee's neck again. (laughs) Wait, what did she say? I I rewound it. She said something about like your fucking ugly neck or something or like your fat neck. Oh my God. She said she, she, and then that's when Renee goes, she goes, whoa. She goes, whoa. Renee stands up. And she slams her hands on the table and she goes, are you dumb or stupid? What the fuck is wrong with you? (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, this is a good question, actually. I'm telling you, I said this before, but I had a swim coach who used to yell at us and go, are you stupid or are you lazy? Mm -hmm. And we'd all be like, both. Both, bitch. Question of the ages. Are you dumb or are you stupid? What the fuck is wrong with you? And I'm like, Carla goes, I think it's funny. And it's like, Carla. Carla. Come on. What? You think it's funny that your boyfriend gets like so drunk he's like groping Karen? And fingering her hole. <laughs> like, what? Then Carla starts to be like, she gets like so rude because she's like, oh, so he groped you and he groped you, but he didn't touch you. Like trying to insinuate that Renee is like not grope worthy. And I was like, you're crazy for this shit, Carla. And then Renee gets so furious. She just storms into the kitchen, <laughs> opens her oven like with both hands and looks at it and then closes it. And I was like, I have fully been there where you just need to like open and close something. Yeah. So you don't kill someone. I was like, I wrote, holy shit, Renee's going to stick her head in the oven. 
What if she just got down and Sylvia plathed it right there? I think there was like a, something cooking in there too. No, I think she was like literally. She was looking, but she, she was, was multitasking. She, it was a good multitask. She was like, hold on a second. She got to go in and just check the pot roast or whatever. You can blow off steam Here's, and check the pot roast. Here's the thing. I think Renee is right. I fully, I think she's right to be angry and she's, I don't think she knows how to control her. She's not measured about her like volatility or how she approaches conflict. And I think she's, she's trying to express something that's like very valid that this guy is a fucking, he's a pig. Yeah. He's like groping women in front. Like that's not cool. And she's like, she's trying to express that I felt violated by your boyfriend and he's doing it to other women. And she's heard, it's like a known thing, I think, yeah. that he like gropes women. And it's women. not cool, and we just want you to know this as a friend. But she, because <laughs> of her, probably her past, and she's probably dealt with this shit before, it's like she's expressing it in such anger because she's not being believed. Mm-hmm. Or it's not being taken seriously. And so I, I kind of, it's like, it's like true histrionics, but it's, I don't blame her. No, it's definitely like... She's justified in her anger, but there's a better way to go about. A hundred percent. You win. Someone needs to tell Renee you win more flies with honey than vinegar. But I. But like, I, this is someone that's like been in this like male-dominated system probably, and is doesn't know how to. I mean, this is my like armchair analysis, but yeah. like, you're seeing this woman just bursting with rage, and now that this other person who's supposed to be her friend and is also a woman is sort of like victim shaming her a little, or like you know doing the reverse thing yeah she's like Mm -hmm. it's like kind of it's it's compelling it's really compelling she sounds like linda hamilton in terminator 2 she does and i think that she for her like her best way of communicating her to make sure people hear her is to scream historically yeah because i think that's when in the past it's it's how she's survived Mm -hmm. is yelling so then renee comes back she has, she has her kitchen. stove moment. She collects herself <laughs> a little. Oven. Yeah. She comes back and then Carla's still on one. I was a little, I was, this kind of made me like, she went down a few pegs. Oh, hugely. hugely yeah. I was like, Carla, you you're suck, out, girl. Chris. Yeah. I stand with Renee. I stand with Renee. Just we Renee. Just we Renee. <laughs> and Carla's like, don't you mention my boyfriend's name out your mouth. And then, and then they comes get in over, each other's faces. Drita comes over to try to like temper Renee. And then Renee goes, get away from me. <laughs> get away from me. And then Renee looks at Carl and she goes, he's a cock. Which I think is what she said. Yeah. And then he go, she goes, you're a cock. And then she just grabs Renee's face like alien style. And then they both, they brawl. Everyone brawls. This kind of made me like. Carla acts like her shit don't stink and she's like above it, but she's been the first one to, to get her hand in Renee's. Like she, she choked she Renee. She did choke Renee. She's like actually super aggro and, and like physical, physical and acts like she's above this whole, but like, I'm like, you're grabbing your friend's jugular. First of all, you're making fun of her neck, which you should never do to anyone. Yeah. Which is very rude and uncalled for. Very rude. Keep but, things on topic. Yeah. Keep things on topic. Don't bring in a, pl- don't bring in necks into this equation because yeah. every, people are sensitive about their necks. I know. Fuck you for that. Don't and bring then, in a personal appearance thing. And then don't put your hand around it. Mm-hmm. And then and don't, don't put your hand on her face. Don't, yeah. Don't do the alien sucker face. 
That's not okay. Don't touch. How about a no touch policy? Renee's never been the first one to no throw hands, which I'm always like that. I I take note of that. Me too. Like she'll defend herself, but Carla, you're gonna put your hand in the bee's nest. Yeah. You're gonna get stung, baby. So they start fully brawling. They're grabbing hair. They're trying to body slam each other on the floor. And Drita is like corralling everyone, which I was impressed at her ability. Like it looks like in cartoons when all the cartoons start fighting and it's just like a circle yeah. of energy. But Drita's like moving that circle of energy into like another space. Yeah, I think she's like, all right, there's China here. She's like an it's like a cattle drive. Yeah, she's she's a sheep right now, or she's a she's a, do- <laughs> she's a sheep, sheep dog. dog. Yeah, and Renee knocks Carla to the floor. Well, yeah, I would not. I would fight too, if, Renee. Don't put your hand in my face. No, and also in like, my home. Don't like Renee don't has Renee. like weight on you and anger on you. Like Renee can take you the fuck out. She has a few more years of anger, mm-hmm. and and then Karen's kind of like in the Karen's corner. like no she's getting involved too but then she starts getting involved and Renee just keeps going your boyfriend your boyfriend and her Do hair her. her hair is like her bangs are askew yeah, she, she Renee she is like putting her she keeps taking out and then putting her hair back into ponytails <laughs> and I was telling Lara because I caught a little of her watching it when I came in I was like I've never seen an episode of reality show because usually when in like Housewives of Jersey or like something, it's like one or two characters getting into a fight. I've never seen the entire cast. The whole brawling, cast brawls. Brawling. And at one point, Drita goes, she goes, if I'm going to throw punches, I got to be comfortable. And you just see her kicking off her red heels. Yeah, she takes her shoes off. I thought she was going to like start hitting someone with her shoe. Production, by the way, is just hiding in the corner. Like yeah. you caught a glimpse of them and it was like, the whole staff is just like in a corner being like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's a few random men and like one woman with a blurred face. and But they're not really doing much. And and you think, Renee, yeah, you think Drita's going to use her heel as a weapon, but she's just like... She's, she's taking she's, her shoes off so she can get some good moves. Yeah, in. she's doing like boxing, <laughs> sting like a butterfly. If I'm going to hurt you, it's when I'm comfortable. And how I'm comfortable is with my shoes off. Yeah. I don't want I don't want to fight with Drita or Renee. But it's like a this is this is a pastime for Drita. Yeah. This is like you realize like this is and the brawl continues. Like it goes into every room of the house. I don't know if AJ's home or not. I'm I'm sure that he was like when he knew the ladies were coming, he's like, I'm getting out of town for but the night. But he might just be in his room. He might be in his room like Playing. He might have gotten chased up into his room by Renee and he can't come out and he's just <laughs> waiting there. And then Renee, she's wild eyed and starts bringing her, telling Carla that AJ, she goes, he saw the text in front of my son, my son, Carla. And I was like, okay, Carla, you've crossed the line because now AJ's in the mix. Yeah. Her son, her male, her mm-hmm. like her heir apparent. And, and yeah, and her eyes, <laughs> she keeps going like this. She's. We only saw part one of the fight. Drita's like this. <laughs> Drita's like ready to. She's like Christian Bale in the fighter. Yeah, she's full like method. Like that is how Christian Bale gets when he goes like full method and like starts to. <laughs> no. No. No, Tony. No. Yeah, this is only part one, guys. Get ready. Part two looks to be. 
not as explosive but more or maybe maybe it's a wrap-up i just i'm obsessed with the production person that was just a blur <laughs> Looks like Casper the friendly ghost just coming fully into the middle of the room and it was like just I feel like, like it was Renee's blurred. sister yeah can you imagine being there I would no. be like someone's gonna get killed. I would have PTSD I don't like I only like seeing people fight on television anytime that it happens IRL it makes me so uncomfortable it's re- it was a scary fight even like if people are having like escalated voices IRL and like yelling at each other I get like I'm I hate it yeah but on TV I'm like literally kill each other yeah (laughs) (laughs) I'm like the hunger games have begun and I'm ready but like IRL I'm like please don't fights are scary too scary for me yeah me too I make love not war I make love not war um guys (laughs) get ready for next week um Part two of next of the episode to be continued for sure. Yeah, the this brawl, is a true the brawl of the century. The brawl, the Mozzadel brawl is will continue next week. Um, in the meantime, you can go on LarsMarie.com and buy tickets. Our Salt Lake City show. Woo-hoo-hoo. Get tickets to the shows, guys. Yeah, especially Salt Lake City. We we'd love to fly feel, out. Feel some representation in the Southwest and the Promised Land. Tourism. Tourism. Have a beautiful weekend in Salt Lake City. Make a weekend of it. It'll be fall. You know what? It's gonna be fall. I think you fly out on that Thursday. You see our show. You kick your long weekend off with our show. Then Friday night, you make a hot res at Valters. You go to Valters. Saturday night, you make a hot res at Toscana. Sunday night, you go home. Get and then the, the days home. you can hike or you can drive to Zion or wherever is yeah. close by. There's a lot of stuff to do. It's be- Utah is gorgeous. Isn't our show on a Friday? Yeah, so you'll fly. <laughs> fly in Thursday, show on Friday, and then you can go yeah. home Saturday. Mm-hmm. And just like have free time Saturday and Sunday to Baltus. enjoy the beautiful Utah so, landscape. So come on out, support us and support us, support us in <laughs> God's up. country. LA show tickets still on sale. They're going really fast though. Though that show is about to like LA and Chicago. You need to get on that. They're now. gonna sell out. So get your tickets we're gonna and have some, we might have some cool guests yeah maybe not we're working on guests we're gonna have great shows everywhere and it's gonna be a really fun time so get ready guys we're gonna have some fun together delta be damned we're doing this and we're fucking doing and it. also on an aside please be vaccinated if you're coming to our show yeah just guys. get vaccinated i love kanye and will support him to the very end but i do not share I mean, I mean, maybe it is the mark of the beast, but six, 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 baby, get that mark and yeah, come on to the show. Yeah, guys, come on, like we we don't want to put you at risk or anyone around you at risk. And we just want to lol. We just want to lol and be healthy and like be vaccinated together. So yeah. get vaccinated if you're going to come see us. Again, tickets are on LarsMarie.com. Um, you can follow Laura at Lars Marie. Follow Carrie at eCario. Check out Beverly Hills Angels coming out this week on Thursday in a nice bonus episode. And Friday. We'll be back next week with the Staten Island Broads. Bye. Bye. Bye.